Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, it's Sarcasm Speaks. Jared and Bob here with you again on a wonderful Thursday for you guys. It's still Sunday night for us. It's uh, episode two here. So to open up, I wanted to run with something that I thought was pretty funny, I guess, uh, in a kind of a fucked up way, I suppose. So there was a, a letter that was provided to, um, I think, President Biden from a bunch of interns at the White House. So, and it was, so I'll just, I'll read, I'll read the, the information here. So a letter signed by 40 White House interns demanding a Gaza ceasefire was written by someone allegedly outside of the administration. This is from Politico. So Politico reported. Uh, on December 5th, NBC News reported that a group of 40-plus White House interns had sent a letter to President Biden demanding a permanent ceasefire in Gaza. And this is a quote from the letter. We will no longer remain silent on the ongoing genocide of the Palestinian people, it said. The letter was widely reported as showing dissent within the Biden administration over its policies towards Israel, yet now it appears that the letter may have been written by someone outside the administration. So I know we spent a majority of the last episode talking about, you know, the the Harvard Penn stuff and people going against, you know, Israel and Jews and we have more pro-Palestinian support from the interns, but so they submit this letter, and now it turns out this letter might not have actually been written by any of the actual interns. So per screenshots that were viewed by Politico, a person named Thara Nagarajan mysteriously joined a group me channel that was used by White House interns. This is the quote from Nagarajan. Hi, all. As the genocide of Palestinians continues, there's a public letter for White House interns to sign anonymously for those who stand with Palestine. She gave them until 6 p.m. that day to sign the form and then immediately left the group chat. <laughs> the White House interns have since told Politico that Nagarajan is not an intern at the White House, and it is unclear how she gained access to the group chat. <laughs> I don't know who that is or how that ended up in the group chat. One of the interns who signed the petition told Politico, they're not even part of our group and they're not even a White House intern to begin with. <laughs> so this is hilarious. If this doesn't further show you how dumb young people are, some random person gets into a, I'm assuming, what did I say? Group we, we chat or whatever the fuck. It, so it sounds like one of those like external group text things like a telegram or a um what's the one facebook owns whatsapp sounds like any any one of those right some random person gets into the group chat of a bunch of interns at the white house and goes hey uh so everything in palestine is uh is bad right we support palestine yeah yeah, yeah of course all right cool sign this letter uh, and we'll get this letter off. Okay, I'll just sign it. No problem. I won't ask any questions. And then the letter gets delivered to the president. 
And then all the interns that signed it were like, well, yeah, I mean, I know I signed it, but like the person that sent it to me, like, isn't an intern. So like now that it's out and it became public, they're like, oh yeah, I don't know who that person was. I don't know how they got into the group chat. Did you not think to use any critical thinking before you signed it? You know, you know what I mean? See what I'm getting at? Where like the these stupid interns were like, oh yeah, of course I'll sign this because we support Palestine. And then it becomes public that they signed it. And they're like, well, I mean, the person that made me sign it, it doesn't even work here. So I don't, I don't even know how that happened. It seems like a skirting of responsibility to me. Yes. That's like a, that's like what an intern would do. Yeah. Like back them up. Like they back them, like, yeah, backed into a corner. They don't know how to like handle themselves because they're fucking interns. Yeah. But like, why sign it in the first place then? If you're going to, you know what I mean? Like if, I don't know. No, because all it is is backpedaling. Like if they actually feel that way. I'm also like, I'm I'm confused here. Like, who gives a fuck about interns? Yeah, I like they're truthfully fucking, don't know. I just like I said, I just think it's a funny story. They're stupid fucking interns. Like, who gives someone, a shit what they think? Someone hacked into a group text of a bunch of interns at the White House, duped them into signing a letter to support Palestine, and then sent that letter to the president. And now they're all freaking out, like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. It's like, well, dumbass shouldn't sign a letter. Don't sign the fucking letter. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I don't I don't understand. (laughs) You signed it. Yeah. Like, if you didn't want to do it, then don't do it. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, it's pretty yeah. funny to me. I got a chuckle out of it when I read this when I read the story. You know, again, they're fucking interns, so it's like for me it's like a whole nothing thing. I'm sure people are making like such a big deal about it. Oh yeah, probably. Well, I think the I I'm just postulating here, but I think the big thing was um the dissent, right? Because the White House has been pro-Israel. And now these 40 plus interns are, uh, you know, allegedly pro-Palestine. Yeah. they. Uh, yeah. Again. I but don't again, to your point, who gives a fuck about what the interns Who gives think? a shit? You're an intern. Like, did they, did they, did they fucking mop the floors today? <laughs> yeah. Did they go get the fucking sheets of paper off the copier? What's another thing? What does a White House intern even do? Do they like give to the sores? Do they set up the velvet ropes? Like... Yeah, I don't know. Who, like, what is their role? Because I'm sure it has nothing to do with running the country. <laughs> I am positive that it has nothing to do with running the country. I love that White House intern. They might be fucking tour guides, dude. Like, yeah. It's like, oh, I can't believe the I can't believe the White House interns, dude. Dude, that kid just fucking vacuums the purple room. Like, <laughs> that's all he does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. A White House intern. Like I give a shit. Yeah. So, um, 
on a a better note um and a more interesting note i should say better to some people depending on who you talk to but um oklahoma the state <laughs> uh has not quite banned but has defunded you know so in a way it's kind of banning anything that has to do with diversity equity and inclusion that is involved in public agencies and universities so <clears throat> this comes from roca shout out to roca again another plug for those guys um on wednesday so this is last wednesday um, Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt passed an executive order calling on all state agencies and institutes for higher education to initiate a review of DEI positions, departments, activities, procedures, and programs. The end goal is to, quote, eliminate and dismiss non-critical personnel, it said. <laughs> The order also denied state funds to anything that grants, quote, preferential treatment based on one person's particular race, color, sex, ethnicity, or national origin. It also blocked funds from any organization that promotes DEI training or requires adherence to any political ideology, mandatory DEI statements, or pronouns. The rules are effective immediately. However, organizations have money uh, have months to adhere to them. So this is a quote from the governor. Diversity is an asset that shouldn't be abused to advance a political agenda, uh, he said after the announcement. He also wrote that funds should be decided based on, in, on criteria such as income, not race. The funds meaning like for universities. Um, Separately, Republicans introduced other anti-DEI bills in the legislature. Others expressed dismay over the move. Similar to the last episode, you see a theme here. The University of Oklahoma's president wrote to students, quote, this news evokes deep concern and uncertainty about the future and in many ways feels like a step backwards. <laughs> so you have another president of a university that's all bought into this fucking liberal foo-foo DEI culture. Oh no, if we if we remove DEI, it's there's there's going to be racism again. Not realizing that DEI in and of itself is racist, which is what the governor of Oklahoma said. He was like we're not going to give preferential treatment to anybody based on their color, race, sex, orientation, whatever, whatever, yada, yada. I'm sure that went over well in Oklahoma. I'm sure it actually did. No, 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 from the, the president, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the people in Oklahoma really stand by the president of, of OU. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I feel like most people in Oklahoma were like, fuck yeah, this is what we need. Yep. A lot of people around the country are actually celebrating this, saying this is exactly what needs to happen. Because it is it is racist, right? 
to promote or provide preferential treatment to somebody based on their race, again, ethnicity, sex, sexual orientation, whatever, like that's not cool. Yeah. And it seems like everyone hides behind it because it's gone so far like one way. Like was like honestly, is this just like affirmative action without like just repackaged almost? Um, I guess not, because affirmative action was more like hiring and yeah, admissions, whatever. But it just it's just like one of those things. Like we're hey, we're gonna be so not racist by like you know just doing everything for. Everybody else. Hence. Yeah. The all white Christmas party. Right, the, the no the white non, Christmas party. The non-white Christmas party, yeah. Yeah. Thus leaving one Christmas party being all white people. Right. <laughs> but. Right, I'm the idiot. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I love this. I love the the movement here of, you know, this DEI as a theory is fine. Right. But I mean, as, I mean, as communism goes, sounds good. Right, on paper I was too. just going to say, as goes the old saying, like, you know, on paper, communism is great, right? Like on paper, DEI programs sound great. But like what they're actually doing is not great. Like I had to go through a little bit of DEI training, like at my last job. And it was like, what, what, what are we doing? Are we for real right now? Like, this is really, this is really what we're doing, huh? And it was like the dumb shit that we make fun of on this show all the time about like, we're going to start the meeting by acknowledging that this land doesn't belong to us. And that it belonged to the Wampanoag tribe and whatever. And it was all this and that. And it's like, okay, who do you think the Wampanoag tribes? I know we've done this whole shtick before, but it's like, who do you think the, was there before the Wampanoags, right? Like they fucking took it from someone else. Like, Fine. <laughs> give it back. <laughs> right. That's what I say, right? That we've done that before. I said, give it back then. If it's that important, give it back. Yeah, give your house back. You don't need your house. Your house you can't live you can't live in a house here in Massachusetts. Because this uh, this land was somebody. once once belonged to someone else. Well, well, you know, it's it's different. <laughs> that, that's just like the fucking presidents in the 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 hearing, right? Well, it's more complex than that. When it actually involves something going against them directly, it's like, well, you know, there's more to it. But when it's someone else, it's like, well, we're not just going to like start giving stuff. Yeah. Back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're just acknowledging. We're not, we're not doing, we're just acknowledging. Right. You're not, so, yes. And by acknowledging, you're not doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're just a fucking satire of yourself. So, I mean, I'm all for this, this anti DEI stuff. But, people's panties are going to be all up in a bunch over this because they're going to say, if you get rid of DEI, there's going to be all kinds of racism and they're going to start lynching again. And it's like, okay, when did DEI come out? 
in 2015? Were there lynchings in 2014? Because uh, I believe it was still legal in Mississippi at the time. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. That that aside. Um, but yeah, wasn't that like 2018? That I don't know when they finally, got rid of it, but yeah, they finally it was legal for a long time. It. it was yeah, it was legal for too long. <laughs> uh, but like those people, like with their fucking extreme sayings or whatever, it's like, well, dude, what's going to stop people from doing this? I, Dude, what were people doing in 2014? Because it seemed to me in 2014, people were living their lives fucking great. Everyone was having a fucking grand old time. There was no fucking, you know, racist fucking accusations and all this kind of shit, right? Like all over the place. It was, yeah, man, it's fucked up. Sometimes there's some school shootings and sometimes there's, you know, people that attack other people, but it wasn't immediately like, well, they attacked that person because they're black or they had, that's a, that's a racist, uh, motivated attack. It's like, why is that your go-to? People have too much time on their hands. Yeah. And it's not to say that those don't exist, right? Like, obviously there are all exists somewhere yeah it it, it all exists somewhere people but like just to apply that as like a you know painting with broad brush strokes right to be like well it's all it's all racist right it's like everything is racist now <laughs> the, the the meme where it was like scientists warn <laughs> that by like 2030 we'll run out of things to call racist <laughs> it'll be a problem yeah it's a great meme uh, but that's basically what it is, right? Milk is racist now. Remember, we did that. We did yep. that a couple weeks ago. So, you know, I, I saw the other day someone said, I think Vinny put this in our group, in our Twitter group, actually, that someone is coming out and claiming that um, wind power, so like clean energy, right? There's a big push for clean energy. Oh uh, Yeah, I saw this. So everyone's like, oh, we need clean energy. We need windmills, right? Because windmills are clean energy. We're not burning fossil fuels because, you know, fossil fuels equal bad and climate change equal bad. And, you know, we're all going to die if we don't change the climate. So let's put some windmills out there and use some wind turbines to produce energy. Well, now people are coming out and saying that wind turbines are racist because wind powered the sails of the ships that brought the slaves from Africa to the United States. Hold on. Wait a second. Let me repeat that in case you didn't hear that correctly. <laughs> People are legitimately saying that wind turbines are racist and that wind power is racist because wind went in the sails of the ships that brought slaves from Africa to the, the United States. That is real. Folks, that is real. So the source <laughs> of that was the final four of the worst tweets, either of the <laughs> year or ever or something. I don't know. I don't know who's doing it. Johnson, uh, someone Johnson. I don't know. They were doing the worst tweets of the year. Yeah. Um, yeah, someone said that. Yep. Wind, there are people wind, that legitimately wind, believe wind that. powered 
the transatlantic slave trade. Therefore, wind-generated electricity is racist. Yes. Wind is racist. <laughs> you know what? On a golf course, I would support that. I'd be like, yeah, no, we need to get rid of all wind on the golf course, unless it's a tailwind. <laughs> Then, then the wind can blow as a tailwind as much as it wants. But no, no headwinds, no crosswinds. So then, no, we're getting rid of those. Wind is racist. What's next? Rain? Because snow is already racist. Oh yeah, that's right. We did that last year. Yeah, snow is racist. <laughs> uh, light is racist. Wind. Yeah. Is the sun racist yet? Yeah. I think. I don't know. The sun might actually be anti-racist. Well, no, no. The sun's got to be racist. The sun is what you, racist. What, hey, what do you think allowed people to work in the fields in the beginning of time? Well, that's true. What I was going to say was- What do you think causes crops to grow? The sun is racist against white people because it burns white people's skin- but it doesn't burn no. our dark colored skin. No, it's not. <clears throat> what do you think allowed? Hey, what do you think allowed for slaves to work in the fields? You know what we really need to do? If they didn't have sunlight, they wouldn't have worked in the fields. Speaking of this working in the fields, what we really need to do is start a petition that's saying that standard time is racist and daylight savings time is the way to go whichever i forget which one is which but we want to be we want to be in daylight savings. we want to be permanent daylight savings yeah because <clears throat> yeah because we're in standard time now and it sucks okay yeah and it sucks so we want permanent and it's daylight dark in the morning so we need to we need to start a petition that um standard time is racist do we have a platform for that or should we just say it uh, do we need one <laughs> usually you need at least a bad reason <laughs> Um, we'll tie it to, um, uh, to slavery. Like you said, the, the sun being up during the day and the amount of time in the field. And so it, it therefore made, uh, standard time made them go to work earlier. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. It created inopportune work hours. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't need to make sense. I don't know, I don't know how to do this. <laughs> none, of, none of these people's arguments I need, make sense. I need a brain dead moron to come up with why. <laughs> why it would be. Yeah. Standard time just... is racist. We need to we need to make daylight savings permanent. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> just start telling people. I might just start saying that in casual conversation if it comes up like Oh, daylight savings. Oh, well, man, I can't wait for daylight savings time. Oh, why? How come? Well, I mean, standard time is racist. Don't so you know racist. that? <laughs> Which is hilarious because we can get away with saying shit like that because we live in Massachusetts because it's so fucking liberal here. Oh, people, people would be will like, believe us. people will be like, oh, yeah. Oh, wow. I guarantee you, if you said that in a group of people, at least four out of 10 people would blindly agree with you. They would not question you. 40 I would say 40% of people in Massachusetts if you just said that in casual conversation that standard time was racist, they would blindly agree with you and be like, "Oh yeah, of course it is." So, here's here's the nonsensical argument as to why it would it's the reason standard time's racist 
is because it would force laborers to get up earlier and get to work earlier. And who historically was like the most famous of laborers. Right. So there you have it. That's what we're going with. Because anyone with a fucking brain (laughs) would realize that the sun's up for the same amount of time that the sun's up for. Right, right. I just prefer that it doesn't set at 345. Right. Or whatever it's at now. Yeah. We're getting close. It's the shortest day of the year. Yeah. It's uh the twenty first. It's actually probably by the time this comes out. Yeah, it would be today when this comes out, right? This comes out on Thursday. So that's the uh shortest day of the year. And then thank fucking Christ, every day after that gets a little bit longer. Four fifteen sunset. On the twenty first. And when does the sun rise? Like six fifty. I don't know, it's late now. Which is kind of crazy because all those child abductions must be happening. (laughs) The sun doesn't rise on Thursday until 710. 710 to 415? That's so bad, dude. Yeah. That's like that... So so the sun only comes out for a work day with fucking lunch. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, if you nine, work seven to four. Nine hours. If your work day is seven to four. That's Michaela's shift. That's uh that's it. You only get the sun on your lunch break. That's fun. So stupid. Yeah. Isn't that fucking awesome? It's, it's standard standard time is great. It's awesome. It's the best. Yeah. No, standard time is for sure racist. And that's the thing is like people are like, oh, it's dark for the commute. It doesn't come up until seven fucking ten. Yeah. Get to fucking work. Yeah. Peasants. Yeah, it means daylight savings. It would be eight ten. It would be eight. So it's still the same amount of sunlight. So truthfully, <clears throat> right. it has so nothing to do. So it would be eight do. ten, but it would be until five fifteen. Right. So, at least you could maybe get a little bit of sun when you get out of work at four, if you get out of work. If at you get four. out of work, yeah. Well, that's the thing is that people, are like, oh, I don't get out of work or whatever. It's like, yeah, don't don't worry. You're preaching <laughs> yeah. to the fucking crowd here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The guy that goes to work at five a.m. and works until eight p.m. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's my thing. I'm I'm six to six most days. Yeah. So yes, I don't I I, I mean I see the sun, don't worry. I got windows. <laughs> but and then oh I get to go get coffee at 740. Mm, sunlight. <laughs> Fucking 28 degrees outside. Yeah, I was just gonna say, but it's too cold to actually be outside. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the like, especially this time of year, the only time it gets like actually warm is because it's raining. Pretty much, right? like like today, I think, and tomorrow, I think tomorrow might be like fifty eight degrees, but it's gonna fucking pour rain all day. Awesome! I that's that's just great. That's so yeah. good. Yeah, 
I love those days. That's what happens in New England in December, January, and February. The only time you're going to see a temperature in the 50s is because it's raining. With like the rare occasion, like we do get like the the past couple of years, I feel like we've gotten that one day either in like December or January where it's like 70 degrees, which is kind of nice. It just what was it. I mean, time doesn't make sense to me anymore. It could have been six years ago. It could have been 10 years ago. It was literally, it was legitimately 75 degrees on Christmas day in Boston. Honestly, dude, that might've been fucking like nine years ago at this point. Yeah. I, I have, have no idea. I have no clue. But you, I mean, you remember it, right? Yeah, I, rem- I, mean, I remember going to Christmas dinner wherever I went wearing shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah. I think I went to my uncle's house. Stupid. Yeah. 75 degrees on Christmas day. And then I think it snowed like three days later. <laughs> Probably did. <laughs> but there was a day. I think it was February. This year. Where it was like 67 degrees because I golfed. I remember I went, I, I played at um, Heather Hill. There was also a day in February where it was like fucking negative five. Because I think that's when we toured the wedding venue. <laughs> yeah. Weather I, have in no New England te- I have no idea what the temperature awesome. was, but it was fucking cold. Yeah. Weather in New England is great from Thanksgiving to St. Patrick's Day. I mean, you're giving April a lot of credit. Well, I mean, it's at least bearable, right? Like it's not good, but in April it could be like 40s when 50s and shit rain, right? But like January, the high is literally going to be like seven degrees. Like it, I fully expect to have a, a single digit high it, multiple times in January and February. Was, was last year when it got weak, like it was just like fucking absolutely freezing every day. Yeah, last year was because it, it didn't snow, but it was it like was, especially cold. It was stupidly cold. Yeah, I'm fucking moving. Yeah, and then I got new windows put in this summer, so that means this winter is gonna be fucking sixty-five degrees. Every day. I'm so beyond good with that. <laughs> so my snow, oil snowblower still work. <laughs> yeah, I changed the oil a few weeks ago. Good. I change. I fucking. Why don't, why don't you buy a? Uh... <laughs> Can't do it this year. It's too late. You should get like heating coils installed under the driveway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then it'll like literally like you'll have your snowblower. You got your energy efficient windows. Yeah, we'll have coils under the driveway that heat it up. Yep. Then all and of then... a sudden we'll have a Florida winter. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't fucking hate it no i wouldn't either yeah but my oil bill was fuck. they fucking crushed me last year with the because we had old shitty windows that were drafty they were like 25 years old um so we got all brand new windows put in i mean we talked about it on the podcast in whatever that was may we got all brand new windows and now this winter it's i bet you it's not even going to be fucking cold <laughs> don't tease me 
just like the just just like the year I bought the snowblower. It didn't fucking snow. <laughs> uh, you just you can't fucking can't make it up, right? And I I get a well, it didn't really count because it was the end of the summer, but the end of this summer I got the patio built and this summer fucking rained every day. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> I will I, I actually hope that happens. I think it's hysterical <laughs> that it rained like every weekend. It makes people so mad. Oh yeah, people get real mad. Oh god, it's so good. It's like what like who I don't what know. Are you gonna do? Yeah, what are what you, you gonna, gonna do, do? Right. But then even particularly, right, like I know me personally, like I, I like to golf, right? But like if it's going to rain, it could rain every single weekend over the summer and it wouldn't bother me that much because one, if it's warm enough, I'll still play in the rain and two, I just play during the week. Like I, again, I talked about it on on the show over the summer that I'm, I've refound my my uh, rekindled my love for twilight golf right like i was doing i that's how i started playing again when we were living in mansfield and bridgewater um and now i'm doing it again i just had a job previously that i didn't really work that much so i used to play golf in the middle of the day and my job now it's like i actually have to work but like i can go to the golf course at six o'clock and walk nine holes and be home by 7.30. Like, I don't know, like all these people, because you do hear it a lot on the golf course, right? They're like, oh, I'm never going to be able to play. It's raining every weekend. What's preventing you from playing during the week? Yeah, I do think it's harder for some people, but I can't solve anyone's problems. I got no solutions. But I, I just, I get a kick out of the people that like, you know, they look like so forward to like, oh, the weekend, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, we're going to do this. And it's like, then it rains and you can't do anything. And then they get like depressed and bummed out. I'm like, that could happen anytime, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> anytime. Like, you, like, like, we have like the wedding in June. Okay. It's not going to snow, but like, it could definitely be like a cooler day and raining and the weather could fucking suck. Right. And it could suck all week. Like, yeah. you never know. Yeah. June's usually okay, but it doesn't mean it can't not be okay. Right. It is what it is. Yeah. And I mean, it's also later in June too. Yeah, it is. So there's also a chance. There's probably equally a chance that it could be like 92. Yeah. That's the other thing. It could be ever, hot as ever living fuck. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, bonfire if, on the beach, and it's still fucking 90 out. If you told me that at the end of June, there was a, in, in New England, right, or Massachusetts in particular, that, you know, could it, would you be surprised if it was 56 degrees and rain? I'd be like, no, absolutely not. Nope. Just as not surprised as if the end of June in Massachusetts, you were like, oh, it's going to be 96 degrees. You'd be like, oh, yeah, I, I know. Like both of the, I feel like both of those are equally as likely. Yep. 
Any of them could happen. <laughs> but like, what are you going to do about it? Yeah, there's nothing you it's can the do. Weather. Right? It's just the weather. It's just the weather. <laughs> People get so fucked up over the weather. <laughs> and like, yeah, okay, but like, and like, I, I get it. I'm not saying like it doesn't suck. It sucks, but like, have a fucking plan. I, I don't know. Like, I, I just don't yeah. get. I don't know. I just don't get that. Like. Maybe because I'm a fuck cynical asshole. Like I don't plan shit. That's why. Like I don't. I don't plan a fucking goddamn thing. Because it's like one. I hate planning. Two. It might not be up to me. Right. Like oh uh, the 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 third the third uh, weekend of July going to the beach. We're gonna make make a day of it. Well, you don't fucking know that. Right. It rain. Yeah, it could rain. And then what? Could be 110. <laughs> the third week in July could be 110. Yeah, and it would be a wet heat, so it would probably feel like about a billion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, just all over weather. I think that what it comes down to is people are dumb. Right? Because even now, right? Like, I know... This, we're doing this on Sunday and it's coming out on Thursday, but like there's it's there's like a lot of rain and wind coming today through tonight through Monday tomorrow. And people are like, you gotta be careful. You gotta watch out. Watch careful the, what? Watch out for the, the the wind and the weather. Watch out for the wind. Yeah, well, watch the wind is the racist. Wind. The wind is racist. It's, it's gonna bring a bring a <laughs> a steady stream of racism in. <laughs> like so who cares i don't know it's 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 weird right and i know we make the joke all the time about like the bread and milk when is whenever it's gonna snow but it's like how long do you plan on being unable to go anywhere that you need this much well dude stuff? it's Everything's going to be the blizzard of 78 when they were walking across rooftops to travel anywhere. <laughs> it's the only way you could get around. You had to, you had to travel by roof. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's, it's, I think it's funny that like, I would love if we were like a, a more highly produced show and we got paid to do this. To go to a market basket or wherever, right? Like a, a stop and shop in Massachusetts on a, like a day or two before we're supposed to get snow and just like actually like interview people and be like, hey, so like how much stuff do you usually buy when you come to the store? Okay. Are you buying more now? Okay. How long are you planning on not being able to come back here for? You got to go to a Wegmans for that. <laughs> Wegmans are Whole Foods. Because there's people that are literally like, oh, it's going to snow tomorrow. Oh, I got to go to the food store. Well, why? Do you have food in your house? Well, yeah, but I need more. Yeah, that's that's literally what I would say. I'd be like, "How long are you planning on not being able to get to the food store?" 
but it's a thing it's without fail. And I yep. don't know truthfully if it's like this anywhere else. Like, obviously it snows in the Midwest and it snows in like Montana and, you know, Wisconsin. And like, I don't know what that part of the country's called. It's not the Midwest. It's just the fucking middle, the middle North. It's Southern Canada, basically. But like, do people in Idaho do that? I don't think so. Or is it just fucking people in New England that are like, oh, it's going to snow tomorrow? Because I feel like people in Idaho just deal with it would have common sense to be like, oh, how much snow are we getting? Oh, we're getting four inches. Uh, it's fine. Right. Like that's the thing is like, there's no common sense for the people around here because it could literally be two inches of snow or two feet of snow. And the day before that snow comes, the, the market basket or you know the grocery store is going to look exactly the same. Like if I went into a grocery store and took two pictures and put them side by side and said, which one of these is before two inches of snow and which one is before two feet, you wouldn't be able to figure it out. You'd be like, I have no idea that's the exact same picture. Because people here are just so fucking weird. They're so dumb. Was there 78, man? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that one time. That one time. How many years ago? 40 years ago. 45 years ago. Yeah, 45 years ago. (laughs) 45 fucking years ago. (laughs) Travel by rooftop. Yeah, once. Once in the last 45 years, it snowed so bad that everything was shut down for a week and people literally did actually have to travel by rooftop. Once. So in, they say in 45 years. How do you travel by rooftop? It's 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 the most insane thing. You know, the only way to travel is on the roofs. <laughs> do you fucking hear yourself? I mean, it it makes sense that it would work in a city like Medford because the houses are so close together. No, oh, it's so even Medford houses, they ain't that close. We're talking like Cambridge. Yeah. Cambridge Somerville. Cause still it's like if there's that much snow, there's not zero on the roofs. Right. How are you making that jump from yeah. roof to roof? It's, yeah. it's, it's, again, it's one of the most insane things I've ever heard. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I had to travel by rooftop. <laughs> no, you didn't. Stop. Just stop. <laughs> and then what happens when you get to an intersection? You're out yeah. of houses. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, you got to get your bread and milk and the fucking food stores are packed before two inches of snow. I know. I hate that shit. Like when, <clears throat> like the day I have to go, cause I need to go. Oh, it's the worst. Or it's like, the fucking worst. It combines with the storm. It's like, oh no. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Cause I mean, I usually go food shopping on Saturday mornings, but like if it's going to snow, any time around then I'll go on like Friday night, you know, like I'll go like if market basket closes at like, I think it's nine o'clock or it's seven o'clock. No, it's seven, seven o'clock on Sundays or six o'clock on Sundays. Whenever it closes, I'll go like an hour and a half before close on like a Friday night. It's just to avoid the fucking idiots. Well, there's no avoiding the idiots. No. 
I timed it out fantastically. Uh, was that last weekend? Yeah. So not yesterday, but the the previous Saturday. I think I was in and out of there. Well, the registers were busy because there wasn't. Yeah, I was. I think I texted the the group text that I was there at seven fifteen, and if it wasn't for only like six registers being open at that time, I would have been in and out of there in like twenty five minutes. <laughs> That's the problem with going too early, right? There's not enough registers open. There's a sweet spot. Yeah, it's like nine a.m. Yeah. You got to time it. I also just don't give a fuck. I just go. Well, yeah, that's the other thing too, is like, I know going in, like I expect there to be a ridiculous crowd of people. And then when there's not, I'm just pleasantly surprised. Right? Like I expect to go in there and deal with morons everywhere. And when I don't have to do that, it's just a nice little reprieve. Like I'd never once go in there and being like, oh man, I, I hope it's not going to be busy today. I've never once done that. Nope. <laughs> like, yeah, it's going to fucking suck today. And sometimes it does. And then sometimes I'm wrong and it's fine. And I'm like, oh, that was nice. <laughs> but like that, I feel like that's how you just set yourself up for failure. Right. And that's how you get pissed off all the time. And you're like, oh man, I hope, I hope it's easy today. I hope I have an easy market basket trip today. And then you just fucking get railroaded. For a guy that is pissed off all the time, the grocery store isn't one of those things. Yeah. Because it's about expectation. Yeah, I expect it to be a fucking horror show every time. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of uh, checking out before we wrap things up, I have a, um, I have a, uh, an update. So I don't remember when I did this, but I went on a rant a while ago about Target and the Target checkout situation, um, which I actually found myself in again the other day because I was at Target and one of the self-checkout registers was down. So there was only, they have four at my target. So there was only three that were functioning. And there was only, of the 12 registers, like man-powered registers, they had two. Sexist. That had, uh, <laughs> yeah, they had two. Well, at least I didn't say wind-powered. <laughs> it's 2023. Women can operate registers too. That's true. Um, so there were two uh, human-powered registers. And then three self-checkouts, not the four. And the line was absolutely fucking ridiculous that I stood in forever. But regardless, I went on a rant about that situation a while ago. And I said, either staff the fucking registers, right? Especially now, because it's almost Christmas. We're getting, you know, it's, it's crunch time. <laughs> staff the fucking registers. Or scrap them and just put in more self-checkouts, right? Like don't have four. It don't do do it the opposite. Have four staff checkouts and have 12 self-checkouts, right? Like this just go that way if that's the way you want to go. Just make the fucking process easier. And I I ranted about that and I'm pissed at Target and I'm still pissed at Target because I was there the other day 
and had the same situation. <clears throat> well, a different day this week, I had to get to Lowe's uh, just to grab some stuff at Lowe's. And I get everything I need. And I go to the checkout area. And I am blown away that the Lowe's in North Attleboro no longer has any human checkouts. The the checkout area is all self-checkouts now. So I think it used to be four self-checkouts and four human checkouts. It's now four and two. It's now 10. It's now 10 self-checkouts. That's it. So if you want to check out with a person, you have to go all the way down to lumber because there's still some human, there's uh, human registers. I think there's two or three of them down in the lumber section, or there's a customer service desk. Um, and then obviously the garden checkouts are still human as well. But like of that like core checkout area in the middle middle of Lowe's, it's all self-checkout now. And I was like, wow, they fucking get it. They like, why, why am I going to sit here and have unstaffed staff required registers <laughs> when I can just get rid of them and make them self checkout? So I want to give a shout out to Lowe's um, for actually using fucking common sense. Oh, time someone listened to you, right? Seriously, right? I mean, I'm clearly right about this. The answer was here the whole time. <laughs> All you had to do was listen to this show. Yeah. <laughs> so whoever the We're CEO trying to make your lives easier. Yeah, I'm. Tr I'm trying to help. All I'm trying to do is help. So whoever the CEO of Target is needs to fucking either listen to this show or talk to the CEO of Lowe's and figure it the fuck out. Because I'm also of the 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 mind of just make more self checkout, right? Because I know you're not going to hire more people to work the registers. So just get rid of them and make them self checkouts. Stop and shop has kind of done that. They a lot of the stop and shops now have like the it's like a corral area basically and there's like 10 to 15 self checkouts in like a square or like a yeah, rectangle. Walmart was doing that like years ago. Yeah, Walmart did it first. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of the stop and shops do it that I go into do it now. Except the stop and shops still have which Walmart does too, to be fair, they still have like 30 registers or not right. 30, but you know what I mean? Like they still have like the 10 to 15 staff required registers that just sit empty. <laughs> or like two of them are open, but they have that corral area. So I don't know. I think that's just kind of the, the direction that you need to move in. Yeah, I mean, again, we're not we're not hiring people to do these jobs, so right. If you're not going to hire the people to to be Have on the 30, thirty fucking self checkouts and three people working them, done. Right, right. So, yeah, like I said, I wanted to just bring that up because it made me uh, it made me happy inside <laughs> when I saw that Lowe's got rid of their manual 
uh, checkout registers. Uh, well, on that note, you want to wrap this bitch up? Yep. So probably remember there was a time where I uh, did my thing. Like, hey, I swore off making pasta forever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've gone a step further. Uh, two consecutive weeks have now made my own gnocchi. So <laughs> we're full on. And I made my own pasta again today. I don't know. I think that's like the fourth time now. Maybe it's third. I don't really remember. It doesn't really matter. Uh, but gnocchi is funny because it's like it takes an extra step because you need to have potato. Right. I guess you could do ricotta, but. Yeah. Nah. Potato. I guess there's a time and a place, but anyway. Um, but it's like way easier because you don't have to go through like the cutting process and like putting it through the machine so many times. Right. Um, and provided you don't do like the ridges or whatever, it's actually like super fucking easy. Well, kind of. <laughs> it's way easier to cut it. Yeah. I mean you can still fuck it up, but not as not as easily. So yeah, pretty pretty good for a fucking task that I swore off of. Now I'm like full. You know, and I've probably made pasta like the last four consecutive weeks and then gnocchi the last two consecutive weeks. <laughs> it's like six times. You're back on it. You're back on your bullshit. So stupid. Well, I mean, is it really that difficult in general? Like, I know, like we were talking not that long ago, obviously, that it's a pain in the ass and it sucks and you swore it off and you said never again, but yeah, you've clearly are. done it. So is it really that bad? Um, So I still stand by the cutting of the pasta takes some practice to make sure that you don't end up like smushing it and sticking together and all that crap. That you actually flower the shit out of it, right? You got to flower the shit out of it, but you also like, if you're going to use a maker, like the cutter has to be good on it. Like I just don't, tr I don't trust the cutter on my maker, so I don't use it. I just use a knife. So yeah, you just got to like flower the fuck out of everything and take your time be patient and it's like i will say so it's like feeding it through the machine it's not really that hard but like if you do have like a long piece like you need to make sure it's not going to get bunched up or if it's going to get bunched up then it's like flowered the right way like you just got to be careful like shit like that yeah but yeah i mean other than that yes it's time consuming but it's not really that bad but I will say, if you don't know what you're doing or you haven't been watching videos, you will fuck it up because <laughs> it's like there is like just enough nuance to it in like certain things that you could, again, like you could fuck it up if you're like, if you don't know what you're doing. But I mean, if you watch enough of people making it, it's not that bad. Yeah. Is there an attachment for the gnocchi or? No. So the, the gnocchi you just take. So if you have your disc of dough, 
you cut it, generally speaking, you cut it into fours, you make it into a roll. Oh, okay. And And then then you you just just cut cut the the, roll. You cut the rolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. And I don't shape it. Like, like I don't put the ridges or the fork or anything like that. Fuck that. At least in time. Who cares? You're just going to eat it. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you you don't need it. I don't need the ridges. Yeah, I'm good. Tastes, I, tastes, tastes literally exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. I, I know what it is. I don't need the ridges on there to be like, oh, I wonder what this is. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah, I feel like the stuffed pastas suck, right? Like the ravioli, the tortellini. You know what's funny? I've, That's I've really seen. It, I've seen. Well, okay, so. I guess this is going to move into another gripe. There are so many types of filled pastas that are all just the same in different shapes, but like everything has a different name. I'm like, this is fucking insane. What else is there besides tortellini and ravioli? Dude, like I'd have to like actually look up some of the names of all this shit, but like Capaletti is like kind of tortellini, but like the center of it isn't hollow. Oh, so this is what I mean is like you, if you had like ravioli and tortellini and like took, or I guess it's a little more. Yeah. So I guess like if you took, like if you want to make tortellini, you make a square, you fill it, then you make a triangle, close it over and then you wrap it like Capaletti, you make a circle fill it close it over and wrap it so it's like dude it's it's the same thing but yeah it's like different shapes and then like some people do shit to make it look like candy like like wrapped candy right and like they use different colors and stuff so it's like some of it seems to be almost like food art yeah yeah (laughs) because i'm like whether it's tortellini or capoletti they're both filled circular pasta like they're the same fucking thing Right, right. And like, if you take ravioli and you just like kind of make it smaller and then like do something weird on the end, like it's still fucking ravioli. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing. But like, they, it, they get every, they, there's a name for fucking everything. Right, right. But yeah, I mean, again, like if you actually know what, you, like, like ravioli doesn't need to be so hard. Like I've been seeing like how some people do it and... There are certainly ways that are easier than others. Yeah, because it's really just one sheet down. You plop the ricotta or whatever you're going to use to fill it, and then second sheet on top, and then you just kind of like roll and cut the fucking things. So in my opinion, that's the hardest way to do the ravioli because I've seen some people, they take one sheet, drop all the filling, fold it over, and then like – form everything and then cut everything okay and then some people like they do some like kind of crazy shit so it's like they cut out a square fill it put another square on top and they just do it like kind of like one at a time now that's not an efficient way to do it right but if you're doing like you know like a braised short rib filled ravioli it's like okay you just make it a little bit bigger and you just do it one at a time because you're only going to eat like right right you of those right so yeah, there's like a, like people do it all types of different ways, but like the 
one sheet on the bottom, one sheet on the top seems to be like the most difficult one because it's just because the sheets are so big. It just seems like it's the hardest one to work with. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think of it like that. Yeah, just go to my Instagram explore and it's like all just like it because I like I spent like one night just watching people fucking make pasta and shit. <laughs> and now it's like all it is. <laughs> it's awesome. Gotta love the algorithms. Oh, it's crazy. Um, all right. Well, similarly, in relation to uh things you consume, uh, my final thought is <clears throat> I saw this, I think it was an Instagram ad um for a new kind of vodka, which is Doritos flavored. Gross. Absolutely not. So allegedly it tastes and smells exactly like red Doritos. That's fucking awful. And I can't think of anything more disgusting that would come from a vodka. I am so fucking out on that. And like in the post, it said like, oh, it would be great to use in like a Bloody Mary or something. Nope. And it's like, no. It would be great to use as fucking drain cleaner. <laughs> as a way to start a fire, right? Because it's- That's awful. It's proof, you know, whatever it is, 80 proof or whatever it might be. But like, who- who decided that that would be a good idea? Yeah, like who 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 determined that they needed that in their life? Yeah, we need Doritos and like who, vodka. who hurt you? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> who hurt you? <laughs> like, there's no need for that at all. Yeah, I have no desire to ever try it. No. I would never spend money on it. No way. Out. Yeah. It might even be one of those situations if someone else had it and was like- I don't like, even know if I'd try it. Oh, do you want to try this? Like, do you want to try a sip? I don't know if I would. I don't I don't know if I would. I don't need my vodka to taste like Doritos. Yeah, I don't think I'm super interested in such a thing. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm out on Doritos flavored vodka. As am I. Fuck that. <laughs> I mean, other than a Bloody Mary or on the rocks, I have no idea how you would even fuck on the gross. Maybe so with, gross. A, with a splash of Mountain Dew. So Dur gross. Doritos and Mountain Dew. Ugh. <laughs> so nasty. Yeah. So I don't know. I saw it. I thought it was hilarious. I figured I'd bring it up and I Ugh. thought it would be a good final thought. Gross. So yeah. No thanks. Uh, well, that's going to do it for us. Uh, so thank you all for watching. Uh, if you're on YouTube, don't forget to click subscribe up above. Hit the like button down below. Uh, help spread the word. Tell everybody you know about the show. If you're an audio-only guy, you can subscribe, whatever platform you're on. Um, Instagram is at SarcasmSpeaksPod. Twitter is Sarcasm underscore Speaks. Facebook, Sarcasm Speaks. Uh, go to the website, sarcasmspeaks.com, uh, and then support all the sponsors in the show notes below. And that checks all the boxes. Uh, so until next time, 
Night, everybody.